I'm Mary Colbert. Welcome to Dr. Colbert's podcast, Divine Health. Hey, and I'm Dr. Colbert, and I'm excited about our talk today, Mary. I am too, Don, and I just pray that it just comes through the microphone into the ears of the hearer in Jesus' name, because today this is probably one of the single most important podcasts we have ever done. And I just pray that after you hear this podcast, because I believe it's going to infuse in you what the Spirit of God wants to infuse in you and everybody who listens to it, that you will share it with as many people as you can because there is such a powerful revelation and message because you and I've walked through this. Oh, my, We've have just, we ever. Amen. So go ahead, Don. Let's go. Well, first of all, the main thing I'm seeing nowadays and most everyone that comes through my office, in my office, they have a spirit of heaviness. They're not, not necessarily depressed, but they're just down. There's no joy in their face. There's no smile. There's, there's uh, just no laughter. There's nothing. And what I've been prescribing for so many years is, you know, 10 belly laughs a day. Belly laughter because it activates joy. And people need to understand that as Christians, we should be the happiest people on earth. because Joyful. Joyful, happy, but but to get joy, you start to you have go. to activate right. your joy with happiness. You activate it by smiling and by laughing. See, so many Christians have quit smiling. I just see I see women all the time that come to my office they have downturned mouths. Now that's a sign of sluggish thyroid or low thyroid. But it's a sound that they don't have the joy of the Lord, that their joy is on E, their happiness is on E. See, what the Word of God tells us is that we should be full of joy, full of joy. In, in Him, there is fullness of joy, and we're in Him. But what happens as babies, most of us as babies didn't get our joy center full. See, there's a joy center in the brain, which is really eye-opening to a lot of people. It's actually in the right orbital prefrontal cortex of the brain. And when it's developed, it regulates emotions, pain control, and even the immune system. That's why people that are full of joy and laughter have stronger immune systems. Now, uh, also, at three months of age, that's when the baby feels joy by being close to mom during the first three months, by just being held close, breastfeeding fills that little baby with joy. Those moms that don't breastfeed, that just prop the baby up, feed the baby a bottle, they're not experiencing that joy. They're not getting their joy center filled. But being close to mom or dad fills that little baby's joy center. But at three months of age, that's when the visual areas of the brain start to develop. And the baby literally starts to look for eyes that are looking at them with joy that are smiling. The baby starts to smile around that age and looks for joy in the eyes. And I really pray people hear this because this is so critical about the power and the importance of the joy center being developed in children, especially right now with what we have gone through. So listen to this podcast over and over again because there's going to be so much information in it. It may go right over your head at first, so you may need to hear it again. So now children at the age of three months, because I can go in a restaurant and I can see a little toddler sitting in a chair and they will be looking around and they'll catch my eyes. And because now I know that, I start smiling at them and grinning at them. And next thing you know, they're, they're frozen at me and they're smiling back at me. And then next thing you know, the parents are looking at me like, what's going on? Because I know what's happening. I know that my smiling face to that child 
is like gas in his joy, joy center. center. Absolutely And right. that's what's happening. So I am excited when I see a little one looking at me, I immediately put on a smiling face for that child because I think, here's some gas. Here's some joy gas. I'm going to put it in your little joy center. But scowls and frowns and unhappy faces deplete that little child. That little child isn't getting full of any joy center. And with the mass mandates, with mm-hmm. children two and under, exactly uh, the, the adults have masks on, the children have masks on. Folks, y'all don't realize what we have done to the children that are coming by making children, especially under five, with masks. That needs to stop. Exactly. And you're, it's got to stop now. You're depleting their joy centers. Yes. But Mary, at 15 months of age is when the limbic system, that's the emotional center of the brain, myelinates. And what it does, it turns on the power of fear and anger. Now, right. what's real important is kids that do have not developed that joy center tend to go down the tracks of fear or anger or both. And at 18 months of age, the Joy Center attempts to grow a ring, uh, it's a neurological ring, around all the other emotional centers and unify control over those emotions that are connected with a path back to joy. In other words, joy reigns supreme. If you've filled your Joy Center up, kind of like with a tank of gas, you see, you smiled, you laugh, you dance, you sing, you shout, you activate joy, then... When, if you do get angry or sad or down or whatever, you have a ready access right back to joy, and you don't get trapped in anger or rage or sorrow or depression or despondency because you have a path back to joy. And what's so amazing is Jesus said in John 16, 22, that no man can take your joy. And he also teaches us that in all things to give thanks. That's in 1 Thessalonians 5, 18, because gratitude or thanksgiving literally activates our joy. But what has happened is, Paul tells us in Philippians, he says to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Now, rejoice is an action verb. It's not a noun. It's, it's an action. It's a verb. And people have to go back and remember now. Stop and think about this. Paul is commanding the church to rejoice in the Lord always. Folks, they were being pulled by Nero into the streets and burned, tarred and burned in the streets of Rome. And their family members. And and Paul was in prison. Paul was in prison at that time. Paul is in prison. Folks, you need to put this in perspective. If the Spirit of God is instructing Paul to tell the church at its darkest time in history right now was during the time of Nero. Nero. And, and that's in the movie, uh, the what is it, Luke, uh, the Apostle? The Apo- yeah, Luke, if you haven't seen that movie with Jim, um, can't think of his name right now. The actor. Caravizel. Yeah, Caravizel. He did a movie f- about three or four years ago. If you haven't seen the movie, go. Amazing. You need to see the movie. It's Luke, the Apostle of Christ, and it is powerful. There's another one titled something like that that's older. That one's not as good as the one that Jim did uh, like three or four years ago. If you've never heard of it, you need to sit down and watch it because it is amazing, absolutely amazing, that movie. But here Paul is in prison and telling Luke, and he's writing his epistles with Luke, to the church, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Folks, I know, I know we've been through a tough time in the world right now with so many deaths, so many 
people unexpected dying and um, sickness, and some people are still battling amazing results from all that we've gone through. And bad news on the TV, and right. people are turning the news on 24-7. Bad news, bad news, then bad going to bed. News. And we wonder why the joy has left the church. Folks, I want to tell you something, and I hope you, I'm, I know we're going down some rabbit trails here, but bear with us because I'm telling you the Spirit of God has impressed Don and I for this talk right now, for this season, for the church. This is an important message. The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourself. Now, folks, why is that? I'm going to tell you why. Because it's in the assembly of the believer gathering together, you get a spirit of refreshment. You don't get that from YouTubes. You don't get that from watching preachers on TV. You don't get that from watching online ministries. They're good, great, practical teaching. I'm not, I'm not saying don't do it because God has used it for me to educate me. But you don't get a spirit of refreshing from it. You get refreshed from gathering with other believers. That's how the spirit of refreshment comes, is gathering with other believers. And if you have quit gathering out of fear with your church and uh, members in your home or Bible studies in your home out of the fear, then you are being depleted of joy. You're being depleted of refreshment. And you wonder why you're depressed and anxious and worried because you're violating some of the spiritual principles that have been given to the church through tough times. So we're in a tough time. We get it. We all have got, lost someone we've loved. All of us. I don't know anybody that hasn't known somebody that they haven't lost right. or close to them or friend through this whole mess from one reason or another. But let me just tell you something. We still, with the same brain, with the same brain that you worry, you can shift to joy. And there's things you can do, and we have found it. Don and I have been doing this. One, I went to Kenneth Copeland, Believer's uh, Voice of Victory, I mean, the Minister's, Ministers Conference. Conference right. And I came out of there after sitting with other believers and worship and I came out and I felt like I had been running 10 you know miles I was refreshed and energized and I was like Lord why do I feel so good and he goes because you haven't been gathering with believers and you could not get refreshed and I was like oh Lord I'm so sorry I didn't realize I was I was negating the very thing that refreshes my spirit my body and um, I'm passing this on because we are guilty of doing that and folks you need to gather with believers get with believers worship sing pray with each other and you won't believe the difference and you're refreshing of your spirit it's important you do that well Mayor, what's interesting a study of years ago a study found that children laugh approximately 400 times a day and adults laugh usually around four or less times a day, but usually it's just a little ha-ha or a ho-ho or something like right. that. You know, it's not a true belly laugh. Belly laughter has, is powerful. And the church has quit laughing, and so many of my patients come in with literally a spirit of heaviness. And you can see they're down. 
They're dejected. They are just, they've got worry and anxiety and stress literally all over them. And when they have that, they are literally inviting every disease into their bodies unknowingly. We have got to be the light of the world. We have got to have the joy of the Lord in us because in his presence, Mary, there's fullness of joy. But again, we activate this by rejoicing. It's an act we have to do by faith. You say, well, I don't feel like it. Well, number one, turn off the news. You say, well, I won't know what's going on. Well, I tell people, encapsulate the news. What I do personally, I have one program on the news I like. Tucker. Yeah, I love Tucker. So I record him. I fast forward through all the, you know, advertisements. Mm -hmm. And I'll watch maybe the first two, maybe three stories. So I can encapsulate in about 20, 30 minutes. I got to tell you, just watching Tucker's face. He makes me laugh. He makes me laugh because he sits and and he exposes (laughs) the stupidity that is surrounding people's mindset and thoughts and how a third of the country has become literally hypnotized by the lies of the enemy, and I mean believers. they I'll, I'll see believers out on the sidewalk walking with mask on. Right, And I want to go up to them, and I want to <laughs> rip it off their face and go, I rebuke you, you spirit of lies and fear. Mary wants to cast the, cast the devil out of them. It's everything I can do to not walk up to them and rip it off their face, but I know I'd get arrested right. for assault, so I don't. But, but they're I, full of fear. Know, These people, many are just full of fear. They don't realize that that mask is not protecting them from any virus. It's kind of like, you know, trying to keep uh, bees out of your yard and you build a a chain link fence and (laughs) the bees can fly right between the chain links. That's the virus. It's so tiny. It can go right between the cloth or whatever mask, even those N95s. We say, I've got an N95 mask. It's going to prevent any virus. No, it's not. Listen, the only time I put a mask on now is if I get on a plane and it's because I don't want to get thrown off. Because other than that, she's come close. Those flight attendants come close. Ma'am, pull that up over your nose. And Mary, (laughs) she'll she'll do it for a little while. Then it'll slip down (laughs) below her nose and constantly telling her that. But anyway, let's just talk about some of the health benefits of joy and laughter, Mary. Mm -hmm. If people would just understand. And what I was talking about, yes, I listen to a little news. But then I, I go ahead and I afterwards, I watch either funny movies or funny uh, comedians that just, they are clean, that make us just have those 10 to 20 belly laughs. Because after belly laughing uh, 10 or 20 times, now usually about 20, I fall into the deepest sleep. I, I just, all the stress melts right out of my body. I have that peace of God that passes all understanding. But just listen to the power of joy and laughter. These are studies now. Now we're going to give you some tips that you can begin today as soon as you listen to this podcast to help activate the joy center and refill your gas tank because I'm telling you Don and I've just walked through this and we are full we are full of joy we are full of optimism we are full but we had to walk through this yes. and we ourselves are now products and we had it. to do a few things we had to literally turn the news I don't watch news in the morning I First thing I do is I'll get up and I'll, again, activate the laughter center, the joy center. And I do that by watching either, uh, you know, good teaching, uh, Christian teaching videos, funny videos, things like that. But usually I fill myself up with God's word because in his presence is fullness of joy. But number one, what laughter does, and again, you say, well, I want to see the studies. We're compiling studies right now. 
There's so many more. We actually did this like 10 to 15 years ago, but these are just what we've had from then. We didn't have anything prepared this morning. I said, Mary, I did a talk on this, what, 10, 15 years ago? I used to do this a lot in the churches. But we know for sure that laughter relieves stress and tension, and laughter helps one to relax. It literally relaxes those tight muscles. And I have seen so many cases of patients with fibromyalgia that for some reason back 15, 20 years ago, I started having breakthroughs with fibromyalgia patients. I actually did a podcast on fibromyalgia, but we found one of the key things was forgiveness therapy or trauma therapy and activating belly laughter. I'll never forget this lady who had severe fibromyalgia. She had not laughed for over 20 years. We took, we have a, a, a laugh, we had a laughter room in our old office, it was huge, and we'd take patients in there, and I had all these comedy DVDs, and we had this, we'd have them go mm-hmm. in with their, uh, with their daughter or son or, or whoever was with them, and we'd have them watch this one-hour video of this funny comedian, and they would Brian. laugh. Brian Regan is Regan, one. Regan, yeah. walk on the moon. Yeah, and they would laugh and laugh. Oh, and this that one lady, she came out, and literally all the muscle spasms she had, she says, I cannot believe this. She says, I don't have any pain. And I felt mm-hmm. her. And before, her uh, trapezius muscles and upper neck area was stiff like a brick wall. And it was just soft like putty. And But the day after, she called, and she says, the weirdest things happen. I, my stomach hurts so bad, and also my jaw hurts. And I, I talked to the daughter, and I said, can you just kind of palpate around? I say, had her, I told her to flex her belly muscles. I said, does that hurt when you flex? Oh, yes, that hurts. I said, those muscles, and this is what happens when people haven't laughed for years or decades like this Months. lady. <laughs> no, hers were years, like yeah. 20 years. And what happens is these muscles literally have been exercised. When you laugh, you exercise those belly muscles. It's like internal jogging. And those muscles had contracted so hard, so long with those long belly laughs. They were sore. They were just sore muscles. The same with her her mouth from smiling. This lady hadn't smiled for decades. She was smiling and laughing. And those smile muscles, it takes many more muscles to smile than it does to frown. And so her muscles were just uh, atrophied. She exercised them, and they were sore. What happened within a week? She was fine. And amazing when we removed the thorn of offense through the forgiveness therapy or trauma therapy and activated her joy, and we just had her keep listening to these funny uh, comedians and, you know, Candid Camera and America's Funniest Videos. Literally, she was able to overcome fibromyalgia. So that's just one thing is it relieves stress and tension and muscle spasm and helps one to relax. It also helps people sleep. If you want, so many people have insomnia, Mary. Yeah. And I tell people they're taking all of these meds. I had a patient in yesterday on Ambien for 10 years. Can't sleep without Ambien. I said, well, how many belly laughs do you get? I don't laugh, he said. He was in his early 70s. And I said, what are you doing at night? Well, I watch the news every night. Well, how many hours? Three or four hours. I said, well, no wonder. we got to turn the news off, turn on belly laughter. He says, well, you know, some of them watch Christian news. I said, well, how do you feel after watching Christian news? Terrible. Stress. Well, again, I encapsulate it. Just take a little bit of it and turn it off and turn on something funny. Don, I really believe what's happened, though, is that people have become addicted to to bad bad news. news. Yes. They become addicted to it. 
and the, it creates some sort of hormonal or hormonal Mary. whatever hormonal. <laughs> it's not el. That's <laughs> harmonious. Okay, thank not you. harmonial. It's hormonal. But are, 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 they puts, uh, um, what is it? The chemical that runs through adrenal, adrenal adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, it they, puts it, adrenaline in it them. It puts yeah. adrenaline in them. But it causes, yes, it does. Know. But and what that's it, what they become addicted to. But what laughter does? I'm addicted to belly laughter. And what I do, let me just tell you okay. this real quick. All right. What I do is some of the funniest little clips of my comedians, I'll, I'll video them for like a minute or two, and I'll share them with patients. I say, just watch this. These people that are just all stressed and angry and have that, you know, you can tell because you walk in the room and you see those 11s between their eyes. We, uh, women call them 11s because they get them Botox. Those people, they say, are real pensive. or uh, They're real stressed. Those muscles are contracted. Well, when I walk in there and I say, well, just watch this little video. Let's activate your belly laughter. And I'll get a real crazy, funny video snippet of like John Panetti or like Jim Gaffigan or Brian Regan. And they will start belly laughing. And I said, now, how does that feel? They said, that feels incredible. They said, I haven't done that for years. Many of them say that. And it is amazing when you activate this belly laughter, how your problems melt how it also raises and balances these feel-good chemicals, these neurotransmitters. It's like you're on a high all day long. And I love to start the day belly laughing and end the day belly laughing, but even better is when I'm with my grandkids. See, the average child laughs about 400 times a day, but the average adult laughs, they said, used to four times a day. Now it's much less. If they get once a day, I'll be happy. And it's usually not belly laughter. And my my concern right now is with children that aren't laughing that much. Children aren't laughing 400 times. They, like they'd they be lucky to. to laugh 20 times. I know because, because of the mask. They have got some cratchit school teachers oh my, yes. that are destroying their joy. Gestapo, 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 by the letter of the law. The law, the letter of the law killeth. But again, we've got to have the grace of God that mm. brings tremendous peace and joy. I remember one situation. I got to tell the story. Okay, sure. To get people to make them laugh at me. I have got mm. more stories I can tell you about me that. Is that, it the story of you chasing the t- school teacher around? No, no. no okay, no. I love that story. No. Now, I, see, there's a couple of things that'll really get my blood going, and that is if you touch my kid or you touch my grandkid or if you come against Don, <coughs> then something oh, yeah. shifts in me. <laughs> she becomes scary, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's kind of like the nurse on misery. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm known in the family, and they know, you know, um, that it, I can get pretty angry pretty quick if you do one of those things. And so that side of me, I have to try to work on restraining. But anyway, because, uh, you know, the enemy likes to use that. Kyle was in the fifth grade. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's so, our son, Kyle. And when he was a little boy. He's in the fifth grade. And I am at work, and I get a phone call from a principal. Hi, and he introduces himself. I'm principal such and such at, you know, the elementary school down here. And first of all, I want to tell you that Kyle's okay, and he's in my office. And all of a sudden, all my blood went through, why is he in his office, and why are you telling me he's okay? I could feel my whole body just stiffening up. Well, Mrs. Colbert, I just want you to know I've been made to keep this teacher. I can't even fire her. I'm not allowed to fire her. <laughs> now I could feel the blood pressure going even higher. 
And then he's like, Kyle's in here and he's crying and he's quite upset. And now I'm like, my head's exploding. <laughs> and so I'm, he's telling me about how she took him and threw him against the wall. And all I can remember is I can't remember everything he was saying on the phone, but all I could think is I'm coming, I'm coming. So I go to the school and I'm probably going 110 miles an hour down the road. And I get there and I go into the thing and the, the office and I said, where's Kyle? And they go, oh, we sent him back to his room to get his books. And I go, is anyone with him or is he by himself? No, he's by himself. And I went, what? And I took off and all I could think is she needs to know how it feels. She needs to know how it feels to be thrown up against the wall. That's a great idea. So I go into the, um, the room, <laughs> and I look across the room, and I said, I'm going to kick, and I didn't <laughs> say a nice word, and I'm going to throw your... Your buttocks, but in, buttocks, the, in the wrong sense of the word. <laughs> I said, I'm going to take you, and you're going to see what you, it feels like to be thrown against the wall. And so I take off across the room to get her. Chasing her. Chasing Chase. her. And she was running and around the desk. she's throwing desks, keeping <laughs> me from getting her, and we're chasing around the now room. Now the kids are standing on top of their desk, on the seats of their desk, screaming, Everybody's yelling, get the... her, get her. In the meantime, my son Kyle <laughs> has grabbed his books, and he has fled the classroom. Mortified. Mortified. <laughs> his mama, the redneck, the is redneck chasing the teacher. I... Yes. The bull, mama bear. <laughs> That's right. Was going to take her and throw her against the wall. She needed to know what that felt like. And so I get, I almost get her as she goes into this door of teacher's rooms as associated and slams the door in my face. And I could hear her locking the door. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit goes, Mary, what are you doing? (laughs) She could have been a Beverly Hillbilly. Again, she used to sleep with a no. raccoon at night when you were a little girl. I, know. I, had, <laughs> okay. I had a pet raccoon. I did. I really did. And anyway, because we lived out in the farms, and so Donna laughs about, you know, I was really married. I'm really married to Ellie Mae. Yes, I really am. Like, yep. I really am. So anyway, so I stop, and I freeze, and I turn around, and I see all the kids cheering. Get her, Mrs. Colbert. Get her. <laughs> Because the whole class was terrified of this teacher and couldn't stand her. And I look out and I see police. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. And they're coming in. Miss Colbert, come on out, you know. And so I told the police, hey, I didn't touch her. Did not touch her, <laughs> which was a good thing. No, thank goodness. Yeah. So, <laughs> or she had been locked up. Right. Okay. So I'm going to fast forward. Okay. I, my little Timmy, who was the baby grand. Mommy and Daddy go out of town. And now the whole family knows the story because Kyle has told everybody through the years about Mom. All his, all his buddies from the years remember that classroom day. They talk about it. They laugh. They tell their stories. They love that Mrs. Colbert story going after the teacher. So I've, I, it has spread throughout the whole family. So everybody knows, and the grandkids know too. Well, here I go, and I take Timmy to school. He's four years old. Mom and dad are out of town, and I take him to the kindergarten school. Now, his older kindergarten. brother. Kindergarten. 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 And so we go there, and 
As we go to go in the classroom, Timmy turned to me and he goes, please, Mimi, don't make me go in here. She mean, Mimi. She mean. (laughs) So (laughs) you can imagine. Mama Bear comes out. I felt my blood going up. (laughs) I'm like, why would a four-year-old be so resistant? Because he doesn't know anybody mean. Right. Everyone just loves on him. Everybody loves him and loves on him. And I'm thinking, hmm. I said, Timmy, Mimi promises you this is going to be a good day. And if it's not a good day, Mimi is not going to bring you back. And then I looked across the room at the teacher and I took my finger and I went, come (laughs) here. And she saw my finger and was like puzzled, like what? And so we go out the door and we shut it. And I looked at her and I said, my little four-year-old was begging Now, you notice she calls her grandbaby her four-year-old. My four-year-old. That's right. That's right. <laughs> See, we co-parent. We're not grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We, we love and adore our babies. Love them. We don't really co-parent. But, I mean, we do. You know what I mean. So, anyway. So, now I look at the teacher and I said, um, my grandson is begging me not to leave him here because he says you're so mean. I don't know what you're doing, but let me just say this. When I pick him up today, I'm going to ask him, did you have a good day or did you have a bad day? And I just want you to know you do not want him telling me that he's had a bad day. Am I getting my point across to you? And she looked at me and went, oh, that so hurts my heart. And I said, ma'am, I am not threatening you, but I promise you that will not be what's hurting you if he does not have a good day. (laughs) Yeah, but then what happened, we found out he had to eventually be transferred out. Yeah, but he did have a good day that day. He told me he had so much fun and everything was great. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. But then two months later, you know, I told Meredith and them about this and Kyle. And two months later, they ended up, because it got apparently whatever, and the school had to fire him because of multiple complaints from other uh, parents and stuff on her. But anyway, so I know right. I know that joy is important. And, and we want to make sure we keep our children, grandchildren, want to teach them joy. And that's what I was getting to when I was telling you. At night, when the uh, grandbabies come over, we always watch a funny movie. And I let them pick out funny, clean movies, and we just laugh and belly laugh and belly laugh. And then after the movie, I'll ask each one, well, what was your favorite part of the movie? And they'll be reliving it and telling me and then just start belly laughing. And so we are activating their joy, uh, and they they just laugh all the time, Mary. It's good. But they'll also wrestle. Little Timmy, he's now eight. He comes up to me, and he wants to wrestle me and tickle me, and I put him in my tickle chair, which is my lap. And then we, he, he, he loves to laugh, so I just tickle him, and he laughs until he falls out of my lap. Then I have to stop, and we play mm-hmm. the tickle chair game. Mm-hmm. But it's funny how these boys get addicted to laughter. They love to laugh. They love to replay the funniest scenes, so they're reactivating and charging their joy centers and rejoicing, which is activating joy, the most powerful force, I believe, there is for healing and health because the Word of God tells us in Proverbs seventeen twenty two, a merry heart 
does good, like a medicine. I think it's even better because there's no side effects like diarrhea, rashes. You know, you hear all these side effects of meds. But a broken spirit or a despondent, depressed spirit dries the bones. You're literally asking for arthritis, osteoporosis, all of these diseases that literally dries up your bones. But Mary, there's so many health benefits to belly laughter. It should be prescribed for every patient. They find that people who laugh regularly, especially belly laughter, are much less likely to have a heart attack than those who don't laugh on a regular basis. Do you know when most heart attacks occur, Mary? Monday morning. Monday morning. Going back to work, and you get that burst of adrenaline or in cortisol around 8 a.m., and that's when most heart attacks occur on Monday morning. Also, the laughter relieves pain. We talked about how it helps my fibromyalgia patients. Norman Cousins was the editor of the Saturday Review magazine. He had a very painful condition called ankylosing spondylitis. That's Which has no cure. No cure. It's an autoimmune mm-hmm. disease causes severe, severe pain. Well, he found out that he realized if negative emotions can make pain worse, can positive emotions like laughter improve the pain? So he started getting funny movies and watching them like the Marx Brothers, and he found out that belly laughter would relieve the pain for usually 30 minutes to an hour, sometimes longer. So he started practicing regular belly laughter. Now, what, has ha- what happened was absolutely amazing. He was able to reverse. Now, listen, I say reverse his ankylosing spondylitis, incurable disease, by simply practicing belly laughter. And he started joy centers in different universities where they literally taught people how to practice laughter in order to prevent disease and overcome disease. So that's the power of laughter, and I've tapped into that with with so many patients. We're going to tell you some prescriptions a little later on. But couples that laugh together stay together. Amen. When the joy has left your marriage, you are in major trouble. Your marriage is in trouble. But if you can start watching these funny comedians, watching the funny shows that we will tell you about. You know what? Learn to laugh at yourself. That's the best. That's the best if you can laugh at yourself. And that's what these master comedians do. Yes, they make jokes about themselves and which they... No one gets offended because so many people are offended nowadays because it tells us in Matthew 24 in the last days, many will be offended. Well, let me tell you something. I would say most get offended nowadays. If you can't laugh at yourself and your own stupidity and your, your own ignorance and your own mistakes, you need to get over yourself. Yeah. And that's just the truth. You are too full of yourself. If you can't laugh at yourself, then you're too full of yourself. <laughs> well, again, if you're, if you're offended, you will never enter joy and health, true health. And that's why you've got to get over that spirit of offense. Listen to our, ta- our podcast on offense, and we help you overcome offense. If you're stuck in offense, you can never have the power of joy that brings out all of these health benefits. But another tremendous health benefit is laughter is good for your brain. So many people are concerned about Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, uh, memory loss, age-associated memory impairment, cognitive memory impairment. They say, oh, my family's got Alzheimer's. I'm going to have it. Well, let me tell you something. I'm I'm writing a book this year called The Brain Zone, which I'm going to talk about the lifestyle, the exercise, the diet, the supplements that will protect you. But also one of the best things you can do is start belly laughing and turn off the news or turn it way down, just maybe 20, 30 minutes a day, max. I don't know. That may be too much. 
Well, that's I enough. Think, that's I think, enough. I think or just yeah, yeah, that may be too much. Or again, just look at it on your uh, phone app. That's what I'll do many times. Five minutes, I'm done. But most of the time, we use the left side of our brain. That's the logical side of the brain that reasons and logic. When we laugh, we use the right side of our brains also. So we literally involve both sides of the brain. Now, studies have shown that laughter can actually improve problem solving and creativity. So if you're having problems with solving something or creating something, go take a 30-minute to an hour laugh, belly laughter break, watch some of these videos, and watch the creativity come back in your brain. Laughter also, now this is critical, helps anxiety and depression. It helps raise those feel-good chemicals, those neurotransmitters, especially it raises serotonin. It raises that dopamine, that feel-good chemical, and it definitely helps tremendously those with depression because people mm-hmm. with depression have gotten in a thought rut. Yeah. They got a Someone Done Me Wrong song they play over and over, usually offended or hurt, and they can't get over it. But when we activate their belly laughter, they start to come out of depression absolutely amazing how it works you know what lack of laughter and lack of joy is like walking around in life day and night with dark sunglasses and what laughter does is it cleans your lens it opens your lens absolutely and now you know nothing has changed maybe in your life it does circumstances may have not changed things are not changing But what is so amazing is that your joy of living and being, it makes life easier to deal with. You, I I don't know. There's something about Don when after we watch these videos, the it's amazing what happens. I feel so good. I feel like I'm 18 or 20 with such a positive outlook, with so much energy, with such a tremendous creativity. Like I can conquer the world. That's what I was going to say. The creativity with joy and laughter goes through the roof. And all of a sudden you have these problem-solving chemicals going through you that you're thinking clearer. Well, you're using the right side of your brain. That's see. what it is. Most people use just the left side, and logical it's like our whole thinking. world has shut down one part of its brain. It's very upsetting in a negative way, but yet a funny way. It's in a funny way that it's, it's completely shut down. Well... Laughter improves the immune system. Everybody's worried about COVID. Everybody. They come in my office. They wear these masks. They say, well, Dr. Kobe, you don't have a mask on. Aren't you worried about COVID? No. Uh, I tell them, well, I've taken my Psalms 91 medicine, and 1,000 can fall at my right side and 10,000 at my left, but it will not come nigh me. I believe And he'll that. bring no plague to my dwelling. I totally believe and that. And we put, we put that. Now, again, I take a lot of supplements, guys. My immune system is so strong. If we I, wash our hands. Absolutely. We, we, we use betadine nasal we defense. Are we use wisdom. And, again, when I go to the gym, I use my either Co-Fix RX, and I'll talk about this later under sinusitis, or I'll use my betadine nasal defense. But what we don't do what we do not do is embrace the world's system, system Absolutely. of belief. I do not believe the world system. I don't embrace it. I don't agree with it. I won't let it come into me. Right. Because if you do, if you sit and listen to some of these news channels that oh are just spewing out false exactly. hope, false information. Now, again, take, we, we want you to, Again, this virus in some people can be deadly. It is. So you want to listen to our podcast on on COVID. But thing is, Omicron compared to the other variants is a minor player. 
And like I say, over 99%, they just recover out without any problems. Now, but let's just, laughter improves the immune system. It increases the natural killer cells. The natural killer cells are the part of our immune system that protects us against cancer and viruses, all viruses, including COVID and bacteria. Also, laughter. This is real important for all you stress junkies out there. You're stressed out. So many people tell me I'm stressed out. Laughter decreases your two key stress hormones. It decreases epinephrine or adrenaline, which causes our arteries to constrict and raises our blood pressure and, and makes us, our heart pound faster. It decreases adrenaline by uh, approximately 80% and cortisol by about 40%. So in other words, when you lower those, guess what happens? Belly fat usually starts to be burned if you combine it with exercise and my Beyond Keto diet program. Laughter is like internal jogging. And belly laughter is like exercise. One belly laugh, one good belly laugh, about 20 seconds, is equivalent to about three minutes of rowing, according to one study. Now, also, laughter increases longevity. Listen to this. Bob Hope, George Burns, and Red Skelton all lived to be 100 years of age, and none were health nuts. But they did laugh regularly. In fact, Red Skelton, he'd always be smoking cigars and you know, horrible health habits, but one of the common ingredients of people who live into their 80s, 90s, and 100s is that they practice joy and laughed frequently, and they didn't take life seriously. It's that simple. I'm telling you, we have a small amount of time here on earth. Enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy it. it. We're supposed to. So now, now. let's give them the answer. Here's okay. the antidote. Okay, so what do you do, Dr. Colbert? Well, I write on their chart, I recommend 10 to 20 belly laughs a day. And then I write, how? Why do you get to something to Well, how do I do it? Well, I say, well, let's go to YouTube. It's on YouTube. And you can type in Jim, J-I-M, Gaffigan, G-A-F-F-I-G-A-N. He's a comedian. I believe he's Catholic. He is hilarious. You will get at least 20 uh, 20 belly laughs in one one one-hour session. And and his humor is fairly it's pretty clean, yes. Pretty clean. Don't if you're religious, you're not going to like it. You may not. But yeah. so just cast off that spirit of religion. And some and, people say he said a curse word. Well, uh, again, come on, it's rare. It's rare. It's very rare. rare. Right now, another really good one is John Panetti. He's an Italian fella. He's no longer with us, but know, he is so hilarious. He, he laughs played, at himself and makes jokes yes, about himself. He's a fat boy. He was a fat boy. He uh, played in a Broadway musical, Hairspray. And I believe his hairspray yeah, was. Yeah, that was. Hairspray. Okay, and and again, he starred as the female role. They made him wear and, a dress, and, and they heels. made him shave his eyebrows. But he is so funny, John Panetti, P I N N E T P I N E T T E, I believe. Yeah. You can get him on YouTube. Uh, you can get him on Prime. And if, Prime. at night, when you go to bed and you're getting ready to go to bed, sit and watch these videos, and you're going to relax, and you're going to sleep all night. You're going right. to laugh and laugh, and I'm sure there's more good ones. And if well, y'all know. Just give him a few other. Brian Brian Regan, Brian Regan is really. I walked absolutely. on the moon. That's one of the funniest I've ever seen in my life. It's Brian Regan. Regan. Another is a, a Sebastian Monticello. Another is Michael Jr. Uh, one of the best is just Candid Camera. Get old Candid Camera reruns. Watch uh, America's Funniest Videos. If you just get in the habit and of just watching one of these thirty minutes to an hour. I'm telling you, and you start laughing, you are going to feel the difference. Turn the news, dial it way back, way back. You know, America's Funniest Videos 
it kind of is funny, but another part of me kind of goes, oh, my God, I didn't know there were so many stupid people in the world. <laughs> but let me tell it you something. It kind of makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, someone else I love is my brother, Jesse Duplantis. Yeah. Jesse Duplantis is one of the funniest people yeah, I have ever good. known. He Takes has a series. Takes the gospel and makes it humorous. Yes, yeah. and, and any message, he weaves laughter in mm. it. I just love the guy. So many pastors and Teachers have no joy. No joy. And again, we want that joy. So again, we love our brother Jesse Duplantis, and he is hilarious, but he drops the truth in. When someone's belly laughing, all of a sudden he'll drop a powerful revelation of God, and they just swallow it whole. I'm thinking about becoming a stand-up comedian. You should, Mary. You're hilarious. And be called Scary Mary, because... (laughs) It would be funny, Scary Mary. (laughs) Do your hair like you did it yesterday. She came in the office, and she just blew dry her hair, and it was going all over the place, like a Janet. Everybody, everybody turned and looked at me and was like, I know. I said, I know. But I'm, she had a smile on her face, I'm so like, she couldn't scare you too bad. I was like, I know. I'm in scary Mary mode right now. But um, the thing is, when you first met me, we were in, I went to Raymond Bible College, yeah. graduated, and they had a, you know, like a, a fair kind of a thing, convention. And I was one of their guest speakers. Oh, you did I the did, prophet. I did the stand-up comedian as... Um, uh, Minnie Pearl. Minnie Pearl. That's I remember what, that. Yeah, Minnie Pearl. I was Minnie Prophet. Yeah, I that was like 40 years ago. Minnie Prophet. <laughs> and by the time I finished... And Eric, Brother Kenneth Hagan was there. Senior. Brother, senior yes, was there. Senior was there. And all these teachers that are known Bible teachers, they'll remember that. They were on the floor <laughs> laughing so yes, hard. Amen. God gave me such great you are funny. humor. It was funny. So I may be, that may be Mary's future. Well, listen, let's just kind of leave them a word of encouragement with the word of God. Philippians 4, 4 says, rejoice in the Lord sometimes. No, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Now, rejoice requires action. Start smiling. Start laughing. Start singing, start dancing, and literally activate your joy, rejoice. And again, when Paul wrote this, he was in prison. Also, it says in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18, and all things give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. If you want to know the will of God, and all things give thanks. You say, well, wait, in all things, even if it's bad things, still give thanks and activate your laughter. And remember, Proverbs 17, 22, a merry heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. So let me tell you something, a merry heart and laughter never gives you diarrhea, a rash, or all these side effects like meds. Take it like a medicine. Take it every day. Take at least 30 minutes. I take an hour every night, and I'm telling you, it will change your life. And that's M-E-R-R-Y, not M-A-R-Y. Right. Well, again, (laughs) Mary gives me a merry heart. My wife, Mary, gives me a merry heart because we belly laugh all day, all evening, and we watch these funny shows and just belly laugh. And then we record them, play them with friends record them and show them to a friend and watch them belly laugh and you'll reactivate your joy. God bless you. This has been a great eye-opening talk. I think it's going to set a lot of people free. I told you it was going to be like a And we didn't plan for this one. That's the weird thing. This morning, I just got impressed. We got it. There's too many sad, depressed people. We got to activate their joy centers. So I told you it'd be unlike any. Take that mask off. Take that mask off. Let them see your smile. Don't let that mouth stay downturned. 
but activate the joy by simply starting to smile and watch people start smiling back. It's amazing. And, it, and if you hear about Mary ripping people's mask off their face <laughs> and being arrested. I'm not going <laughs> to let her do that. I'm not going to let her. I got to protect my wife because the scary Mary will come out at from time to time. <laughs> but I, I kind of have to wake her up and say, no, Mary, remember, you got to have the joy of the Lord with the peace of God. And you got to relax and not go off on someone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Praise God. God bless, bless y'all. You.